Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cosmic Crit. This is your Game Master and Podcaster, your Patreon and your Nerd Patronus here, aka Patrick. I'm so excited to get to this week's episode. This entire book, book three of Attack of the Swarm, has been one long action movie. Just fight after fight, great wartime NPCs, great action sequences, the works. And this week's episode is no different, so buckle up. It is one of the most anticipated fights that I've ever prepped for Starfinder, so let that be a little so let that be a little teaser for you. I don't want to push this week's episode any further back than I need to, so you know what to do. Follow us on Twitter at Cosmic Crit. Subscribe, like, comment on episodes. We love seeing them. Uh, reactions and corrections especially as well as puns on our YouTube videos and if you want more podcasts go ahead and sign up for our Patreon where you can hear our second podcast Dead Man Roll No Crits as we take on the Skull and Shackles Adventure Path in 2nd Edition and finally take a look at our Spreadshirt store um, linked in our description and on our website there's lots of great hats and bags and bottles and clothing to be found there to show your critter appreciation. That's going to do it. That is this week's intro. Let's get to this episode, which is called Battle Among the Swarm. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Man the cannon and shoot up at slowly descending lines of side-scrolling attackers in this week's episode of that classic arcade cabinet, Space Crit Vaders. This is your GM, Patrick, here, a.k.a. your gaming midway enthusiast, and we're stacking the quarters on the glass this week as we fend off an invasion of alien origin. Joining me in spamming vertical shots trying to slow the horde are my five friends and planetary defenders to my right. She's weaving in and out of the screen, truly an UFO, unidentified flying owl. It's Rebecca, rolling with Xenia. Hello. Across from her, he's a got a giant laser cannon with your name on it, and it's ready for heavy fire. It's true, delivery Echo 7. I'm going to get faster as I get to the bottom of the screen. To my right, stand behind the tank and he'll soak up the enemy fire. It's Tyler dredging up Devasho. I eat bullets. Across from him, this crab-like alien is ready to put the pinch on you. It's Shabert playing his trest. Ah, now the rubber band's on the other claw. <laughs> and across the digital table, this little squiddy is small. But fight him alone, and he's the fastest thing in the universe. Why it's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening, Patrick. Oh boy, you get down to that last one, and it's pressure's on. <laughs> it's what are we talking about? Why <laughs> space invaders, you fool? You know we got all the aliens, and you shoot up. I mean, I've never played it. I know of its existence. Oh, I've seen goodness. screenshots. When I was, I, I, I don't, I don't know if Tyler is just trolling. <laughs> I'm ne- no. Why would I troll that? I, I troll. I know because of it. you. There's there's <laughs> some classic arcade cabinets that I, I would see in an arcade. I would just be like, that doesn't look fun. Space Invaders is not one of them. Space Invaders yeah. very fun. That was that was uh, my dad had an Atari back in the day, and that mm. was uh, that was like the only game that I think he had was Space nice. Invaders, and so I played the heck out of that game. Uh, Guys, oldest game I want to say that besides like Pong would be. Uh, what Halo? Pro- no, Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny that you mentioned that. That's I, I a was, better answer, Miles. Dang you! I was I about to say, that. like, I would play an Asteroids over, like, even a Space and or a um, 
a centipede. That's one that I was never really super interested in. Same. Um. Yeah. Lots of classic games. I'll mess we up still have man. Yeah, I was about to say that might be next week. Who knows? Ooh. Um. Have we not done Batman yet? I we don't. Have. I think so. Think. We've done Miss Pac-Man if we have. <laughs> now you know we're scraping the, the bottle sequel. of very different games, quite honestly. Well, hold on. I've got a whole Honestly, list. I, I, I will say Miss Pac-Man is the better game. <laughs> uh, I've got a whole there, list of there is a ones that we've, we've done this season so far, and Pac-Man is not on the used list so far. Let's just walk down season three memory lane super mario brothers tetris legend of zelda metroid sonic Final fantasy 7 pokemon street fighter 2 oh wait here it is pac-man never mind <laughs> <laughs> memory lane the with the snipe <laughs> continuing <laughs> on battletoads doom crash bandicoot Pratt with the rabbit metal gear solid star fox crunch trigger goldeneye 007 animal crossing halo minecraft resident evil castlevania symphony of the night Halo, Combat Evolved, Skyrim, Mass Effect 2, StarCraft, Stardew Valley, Apex Legends, Animal Crossing, again? Um, <laughs> uh, the Sims, Shadow of the Colossus, Portal, Dark Souls, Legends of the Link to the Past, Dr. Mario, Grand Theft Auto, Kirby's Dreamland. Did I do Kirby's Dreamland? Yeah. And I guess I got to add to this um, Space Invaders. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty uh, cool list. Pretty good <laughs> list of games. It's, it's too long to... We're, we're at... Uh, 30 some odd episodes at this point for this season. So yeah, mm-hmm. we've been through been through a lot. Yeah. And you guys, you guys are nearly out of book three. Maybe you'll get there tonight. We'll see. Um, did you mean to rhyme that? You will see. <laughs> through book three. It's but, a tea. Uh, before we start this week's episode, let's get a quick reminder of what happened last time. We're going to Miles and telling us through Sprouts Marlowe what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. We found the server room, freaking finally. But this school's funding must have been cut because the overgrown calculators had no juice. So of course we had a treasure hunt for a backup generator. Cause we got nothing but time, right? And if you guessed there was a bevy of baddies waiting for us when we got there, winner, winner, chicken dinner. These swarm had some mojo on them and maybe it wasn't our, pretty, our prettiest dance, but Midnight Company is still the bell of the ball and we took care of those bugs the only way we know how. Now the power's back on, we finally get the data we were set to find and get out of what, what's left of this school. But I have a feeling we ain't being set up for no summer vacation. School's out, out forever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Tyler's right there with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we made that joke at the beginning of this. this we did. Party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, this week's episode does not start in Zesh University. It does not start on Ilum Chuva. But we open up to the cold, vast expanse of space. And we see floating amongst the this far off star field a caravan of odd alien looking starships orbiting a planet set before a nebula of purple and green star stuff looking closer down at this verdant world beneath the caravan we can see that it is none other than Suskelon though there's no sign of some of the larger cities or agricultural fields of the modern day world and a voice chirps in here that of Professor Galchak who says from diagnostic evidence of the Sheeran Exodus, by the time that flotilla of ships had reached Suskelon, where we believe they landed in the Sator region, there was a marked change in the starship's flight patterns. Some scholars attributed this to pilots gaining 
greater skill at the stick, but religious historians believe it was right before their landing on Suskland that the fleet had an encounter with the beyond and met with the goddess Hylax herself in corporeal form at a place called the Forever Reliquary. And from my work with Project Amphis Banya, I have reverse engineered the previous route of some of the Exodus starships, and it seemed like they indeed took a large detour to what looks like an incredibly irregular elliptical orbit around Suskeland's sun. I believe that they were tracking some heretofore unknown celestial body, something that the archives might have labeled the prodigal stone. And thus comes to the point of this summation, I would like to beseech the historical council to fund a voyage to this elliptical orbit and to see if we can find the location of this stone. The video plays on here, uh, but we pull out of the the notes that you've downloaded from Zesh University. We see Midnight Squad marching across the city of Oods in your full environmental protections, I'm sure, towards the Clade Company forward base on the west side of town. Uh, Zinnia, in this data that you've you've downloaded is a set of coordinates into vast space, potentially weeks away from another major system, but it does seem like an intercept course that you would be able to plug into a, a drift engine's computer. Uh, do, do you, are you, you have physical science, right? Uh, I do. Anyone, uh, if you want to share this with anyone, anyone oh, can make Oh, I a, don't have physical science. I'm not trained in it. Well, uh, if anyone has ranks in physical science, if you want to give me a roll, take a look at this, you can. Suss out this data. Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> what we get? Uh, a seven. A natural toot. <laughs> no, no one else has any training. <laughs> That's a big no, boss. Yeah, you're not really sure where this is pointing you towards, but I think... If you guys kind of remember what's what's happened back on Ultranius, you did see a projection in the the caves underneath that city of what was perhaps an asteroid of some kind, but um, you're not sure what exactly that was. This forever reliquary. Can a uh, can a nerdlinger here uh, help us out with any of these? Oh, yeah, Jabata. yeah. Oh, yeah. Make make the NPCs do what they're they're good for, right? Fill skill gaps. Okay. It's a little little better. I've rolled the nine on the dice and he's trained in physical. Um, So if you you ask Jad Vata, he'll he'll take a look at this. Do you want to share like whatever else you've found from Altranius with with him? As any of would. Yeah. Yeah. He did give me a gun. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. He gets you that uh, Jellugon, uh gelid hail cannon. Um, it, it'll take like an hour of marching back towards forward base. So in that time, he'll kind of take a look at Gauchek's data, your data, and says, "Well, wow, this is remarkable. It it looks here like perhaps this is a highly uh, irregular and perhaps multi-system comet that uh, that the professor was." was tracking here and maybe that's what the the Sheeran had stopped in on they perhaps landed on a comet is is that what um he was thinking this forever reliquary was perhaps i mean that tracks with his description of a of a rock right 
Makes it's, sense to me. It's very possible, yes. Jabata, you would know more than than I think any of us would. <laughs> we, we are not ones uh, to have studied the physical arts, I think. Well, this is easy. If you plug these coordinates in, you'll be able to perhaps track where it would be you know, hundreds of years later along this elliptical. Um, and he'll kind of bring up a, a, a regional galactic map that does indeed show a huge kind of like empty area and space between the Susculan system, between Ilum Chuva and a few other systems where it seems like some heavenly body is is uh, is floating between them. And that is where it is now. Perhaps, yes. But the only way really to know, because it's so far away from any sun that would give it away, is indeed to, to travel to that location way out there in the black. That is a lot of time using only conventional thrusters. Well, you would have to drift on over. Is there a beacon out there? No, but you can coordinate between the beacons and you'll like point out here, here and here. You can travel, you know, not to a beacon, but between them. It will require mathematics and calculus. Kids stay in school out there. Sorry. Devaja would be impressed. He's not. None of this is sinking in, but he's he did not know you could do that. That's for certain. (laughs) That sounds like Tyler didn't know you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) What I don't know, Devasho doesn't know. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of RP. Yeah, the beacons. <laughs> Not all character knowledge is player knowledge, but uh, I think the beacons can make it faster and more accurate, like where you gotcha. come out of exactly. Okay. But you can you can drift drive to like any point within the uh, mm. the material universe. Okay. Just takes time. <laughs> can I can I estimate how long it would take with like a piloting check, or do I just know? You would need the ship's computer um, to do that, or like several hours to make those calculations by hand but uh, for the most part the vast is uh i believe uh 5d6 days to travel most locations and your drift engine on the uh the susculan whip you've taken from ultranius is a i believe a tier two if memory serves drift drive which will um, reduce that time by half if if i recall so it's it's much more possible with a, a faster ship like you have to uh, to make it out there. Okay. Um. Right. So you guys make it back to forward base. Um. You and the rest of uh your squad here, and you can see Clade Company patrolling this. Well, I'm just gonna say what it is exactly. It's an Ilmchuva IKEA. They've made it all the way out to Ilmchuva, where the the Clade Company has set up large fortified location with some some barracks while they are performing their scavenging operation you see some large pillboxes with automatic fire weapons kind of set up out front alongside concrete barriers barricades with barbed wire in between them um as you're you're getting in here you get access to a comm link it seems like they've set up kind of like a um a small satellite dish on the top of the building here or perhaps retroactively taken one that was already there and powered it up. Uh, and Zinnia, you have comms. The other thing that you got from Zesh University was the backup data for Dr. Makahat's Project Amphis Banya, the, the work that Zestis Gravlark wanted 
Are you ready and or willing to transmit that information now that you have a comm link? Can I look at it first? What What are the contents? So it's a lot of very scientific data about swarm brainwaves. It looks like, you know, probably 10 times as much just kind of like theoretical and test data um, and like a, a few short pages of kind of like general theory and things like that. It doesn't seem complete, but it looks like what a lot of scientists have tried to tap into, which is ways to disrupt swarm communications, to shut off their psychic abilities and things like that. Um, so nothing that uh, Zenia would, I don't know, that would complement her own research that she might want to kind of file away for future reference. Well, I mean, you have it saved on your computer. So, I mean, you can transmit and keep your own copy of the data if you want. You didn't say to keep it private. But it's all theoretical. It's not like tactical advice of what to do in there's certain a lot situations. Of, no, there's a lot of test data. It seems like Mulcahat was indeed testing on the forming cadavers that you fought in the, the basement. But he does not have anything written down about them, like coming to life and attacking people. So that was not a part of it. Something must have went awry after the swarm arrived. But yeah, it's just like kind of reading psychic conversations between like multiple targets. So it is mainly for disrupting groups of swarm, things like okay. that. Um, yeah, I think she would uh, send the research along, but with a note um, to uh, what was his name? Z- uh, Zastus Gravlark, yeah. Gravlark. Um, I, I would uh, send along a note um, saying uh, to Z, because he told me to call him Z, right? Mm. Uh, to Z, um, I hope that uh, should you find anything that might be of use to my research, you will return the favor in the future uh, from Z. Mm. I'm Z too. I was about to say, did you just go 2Z from Z? 2Z from Z. Uh, Don't you know every single Strix has got a Z name? That's canon now, right? (laughs) Z first name. Uh, It's not too long, maybe an hour later, um, that you do get a response back um, that uh, he can direct comm with you, but it's sent just a message, like an email, saying, uh, thank you for this data, Zinnia. I understand you surely had to bite your way through a lot of swarm to get it. Imagine that is, uh, it is that they are what they are after here, um, but you all will figure it out first, whatever it is they're after. Uh, and he says, indeed, if there's any way that he can pay you back, he will, and signs it saying, soldiers like us have to look out for one another while we are on the same side of the conflict, at least. And signs it Z. <laughs> Z. Um, as you guys make your way back into building you have about six hours until nightfall which uh if you want to patrol the perimeter you can if you want to do some crafting um feel free i think we've talked before we got on some people do want to do some crafting before that um i'll have you just quickly meet up with Heskamu, the bolita in charge of clade company where it doesn't seem like he's moved a lot from the model kitchen the day before where you met him um in in the war base where he's got up his his war room and he says, uh, well, strip my legs and call me a larva. You all seem like you completed your mission in less than uh, less than 24 hours. Why? Well, I, I still got teams out there scrounging up all over Oods, fighting all kinds of uh, swarm 
pockets and, and finding caches of, of weapons and supplies. Uh, Jadvada, the uh, Echiak, says she'll be back in a few hours and was looking to talk to you. Oh, boy. Okay. Thanks. Haskamaru? Well, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any, anyone else jump in here? Ah, oh, wonderful, uh, Eskimo. That's uh, excellent news. Yes, we'll, we will await her return, but uh, as you can imagine, we are in some haste to uh, uh, continue on. I reckon if you all got your data from Zesh University, I suppose there's no talking you into staying here and, and joining up with Clay Company. I'm afraid that will not be possible at this time, but uh, uh, is there anything that we can do for you, uh, I realize that we are leaving you in dire circumstances here, but you seem to be very accomplished at surviving. Well, we got plenty of intel and missives uh, to send back with you, if you don't mind. Uh, of course. Uh, this this data satchel, and it'll bring up like this huge computer to, to, to take with you. Uh, if you get within range of another system and, and transmit it for us, we would appreciate it. Uh, our comms have been in down for, for over a year here, and it would set a lot of folks' mind at ease that their wills were filed, next kin notified, and, and what have you off planet. We will make, make sure that it is done. Well, thank you, Midnight Squad. You've been a ray of sunshine on a otherwise acid, rainy day. Thank you for your hospitality and your assistance. Hopefully our work will assist your battle here as well, even though we are traveling further away. All right, take it easy, Sleazy. You guys are, are free to go about whatever you want to do. Do some um, crafting and... I think we wanted to do a little bit of magical crafting. If we yeah. And uh, they have very large... They've, like, got the generator up on this building running. So here, uh, if you need to recharge armor and, and batteries, it's been only about a day since you've been out of the base, but... Yeah, I'll make sure that my uh, um, uh, environmental protections are up to snuff. Yeah, I'm supposed to definitely charge everything as well. <clears throat> For sure. Same with Echo 7. And Echo Including 7 wants his to... Flask. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Echo 7 wants to hit up uh, Trest to make a conserving fusion for his new hail cannon. Yeah, okay. and I would like to do the same for my uh, Needler pistol. Yeah, no, it's, it's hard to get, get your hands on M ammunitions while you're yeah. out in the field <laughs> uh, unless you had a a, a, a vat to <laughs> craft ammo but uh, suppose yeah uh yeah absolutely wait the time it takes yeah um and when we get i guess when sort of their clade company i'm gonna sort of scrounge around and see if anybody's doing some bartering some trading yep and, yep um, so not only do they have more than what you uh found when you first came to Clade Company, but they're bringing back a lot of stuff from these these missions scouring the city, so they're they're getting perhaps even more um, materials with which you can trade some, some good stuff. Weapons, armor, whatever you can think of. Oh, man. Um, I am going to uh, cash in some of my UPBs uh, for a Mark II upgrade, I think. Dang! You uh, you've been saving up there, haven't you? Then I've been I've been trying. Cool. Uh, um, so they, they maybe have like a um, a cybernetic version that they're able to like bring in from one of the uh, the hospitals nearby hospitals. Um, is that something that you're looking to get installed immediately? 
um, yeah, I think as as soon as possible, um, maybe maybe uh, maybe some yeah some I don't know, some re- tendon replacements or something like that to fortify my my arm power and my leg power, so I can run faster, jump higher, lift gooder. Oh, we're talking. Talking dexterity, uh, talking some strength. Oh, some that's strength. not that's not run faster. I guess it is. But <laughs> Miles, you might want to look at that for Sprouts too. You have sixty-eight. You have a bunch of credits, my man. Ooh, look at you guys with all your monies. Um, I'm trying to think of what I might need. The the biggest baddest pistol Dex- of anybody. Dex- yeah, yeah. Either either <laughs> the only super thing dope really pistol <laughs> or all the decks in the universe. I don't know what. You're yeah, I, I. I mean, I'll have to you know obviously look at the episode. Um, sure. But I yeah, I probably will be looking into that. Um, to get a, a super a super dope gat. Uh, <laughs> spoiler warning: the the massive loot drop you've already gotten over the last two weeks of. Looking through Zeshi University's basement, that was a lot of a lot of high tier stuff, and you're able to cart back all those UPBs you found in, in the bottom of the university. So, plenty of scratch and materials to to craft what you need. Um, do you guys want to stick around here and sleep overnight and leave in the morning because you have about a day or so trek back to the the southwest to get back to your ship? Can they not take us to our ship? Can they not like give us a lift? So uh, for the most part, they're traveling through these like tunnels and stuff underground mm, and gotcha. you are welcome to wait for Clade Company. They're probably going to be done in about a day or so with their missions here in Oods. And if you want to travel back as, as part of a group, you can. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind get getting some of my resolve back, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think a nap is a good idea. Mm. Take a little bit of time, and I'm actually going to transfer my um, my merciful fusion over onto my uh, onto my uh, my magic rock. Mm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> if you want. Uh, all right, so yeah, feel free to take a look at your guys's tech, your equipment, and we have, of course, the running party loot sheet that you guys all use. And, and we're talking about before we started recording. Um, and yeah, we'll, we will continue on here because, of course, as as soon as you, your heads hit the the very pillowy beds in the the showroom, the IKEA showroom, um, there's a a calm that starts buzzing. Um, Zinnia, your your private calm line uh, shows a a blocked calm um, communication coming in. Uh, is this something you would answer? I think she would answer, but she wouldn't say anything. She would just, you know, open the comm link. No need to to answer because as soon as you open it up, you hear a burst of static and then Midnight Squad, do you read me? This is Gravlark and you don't have much time. The swarm is moving in mass your location from the west side of Woods. You gotta get out of there. They're they're dropping in from orbit. It cuts off. Um there's another loud burst of, of static and you hear maybe some footsteps running above you. It comes back in and says, I'm hacking into old Ilum Chuva defense systems right now. See if I can pull any tricks from orbit, but I'm an hour away and I don't have much time. Starships are going to get there before you can get to your ship. Get ready for a fight. Sprouts. As soon as snooze on his alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. As soon as that happens, an alarm on the top of the building 
the forward base for Clade Company goes off and you hear shouting from all over the structure and uh, another open comm channel opens up as you guys are getting your armor on, getting equipped and is the voice of Etchiax who you can hear over the, the whipping winds outside her screaming and shearing Clade Company get out of there, they're targeting you what would you guys like to do? Zinnia will be uh, frantically trying to get all of her teammates up and packed up and ready to head out because they're all asleep, right? Well, yeah, no, after the alarm goes off, I imagine you guys <laughs> we, are... we all wake up. <laughs> Five more minutes. Uh, is there is there anybody need- else that looks like they need help getting getting up and getting getting set and getting getting anything hoisted? Any clade company members or anything that we can help out to get them out of there too? Uh, they all seem like very light sleepers because uh, you already hear the bases a buzz by the time you you wake up. Hmm. Uh, is there? How were we planning on getting back to our ship? Where were we parked? Where were we parked? I mean, it's it's many many miles away through the the tunnels underneath um, Ilumchuva, so it's a day or so's travel at the very least. Okay, oh, okay, but we're going boy. via tunnels to get back. Yeah, I say. Hmm. Way too much acid rain to do a prolonged walk above above right. ground. Uh, okay, maybe we can can we find Heskamu and see what he needs or figure out because because he said we can't get to the ship right, so there's no reason mm-hmm. to try to run. So I guess we need to go where we can be useful. I mean, I think the first thing is we need to get out of IKEA, right? Mm-hmm. So you've you've been warned from from Gravlock Lark that they're they're dropping in from orbit and Etiac says they're targeting the building. Oh, okay. so yeah, we'll just help everybody evacuate then and fall mm-hmm. back. Right. So are you guys beaten feet outside immediately? I would. Yeah, I guess so. After I mean, I is there any other option? Yes. There's no tunnel out of the IKEA or anything. Nope. Uh, you see several of Clade Company. Um, following you running through the the stairs it's it's very hard it's like a maze in there so it's hard to get out but uh as you pass by in the building you see other soldiers boxing up their gear and their supplies that they've they've uh been collecting over the last day and uh, make sure preparing to, to evacuate that. i make sure to grab that uh that satchel computer it sort of contains all the the data mm-hmm. on it that we need to get out. Yeah, I mean, you guys have got like <laughs> arms full of stuff as you're you're running out. I'm sure. I grabbed Javada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Thanks. <laughs> oh, everyone, good snooze. <laughs> everyone, grab your favorite NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Sprouts grabs no one. <laughs> <laughs> Sprouts grabs himself as as you run outside. Oh, that's the end of dark show. <laughs> Grab grab life by the stamen. <laughs> Two days in a row, Drew. Two days in a row. <laughs> As you run outside into the dark sky, uh, the night sky of Ilumchuva, you hear far off buzzing noises and see clay soldiers just kind of streaming out past you towards the defensive lines, getting their weapons ready, checking their armor. There's a moment of of quiet here as all of them begin to like look up into the, the air above you as it, there's like a thunderclap in the air just disappears for a second and it turns to daylight around the the building. 
followed just by a blinding light and a massive explosion as the Ikea is demolished from orbit. Why doesn't everyone to start us off this episode make me a DC, uh, we're going to call it DC 19 reflex save. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Well, that's going to be, I think, a basic failure from me. That's going to be, let's see. Reflex. What's my reflex? Four? Yowzers. Oh, Oh. who did that? (laughs) Got a natural 20 from Sprouts Marlowe. It's ready to rock. And a 20 from Zinnia. A success from Echo 7. A couple failures. We won't name who failed whatever we won't name the bugs that failed. you don't need to name them <laughs> but yeah the ford base is absolutely demolished as a massive beam of energy from the sky just incinerates the structure kind of comes at like a 45 degree angle and there's explosions and the building begins to collapse in on itself uh, i'm gonna roll some damage 20 points of bludgeoning damage as the building explodes around you. Good news is you guys weren't in the building uh, because there are rules for that, which we recall from season one of of Cosmic Crit, where you can, if the building collapses on you, you get buried under some rubble and maybe take a little bit more damage every round. Uh, this is just 10 points to Echo, uh, 20 to Debasho and Trest, unfortunately, and zero to our operatives. Operatives never take damage with evasion. So, did we get, like, a full rest or was our rest interrupted? Oh, no, Tyler. You don't need that. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, don't worry about that. That's that's unfortunate. That's for lesser crews, a full night's rest. Right? You guys are, you guys are, like, the best Starfinder crew out there. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing that, but I still want some Z's. Make me a perception check. Who? Everybody. Yeah, everyone. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we, we can probably cap it at the natural twenty from Trest. Yay! Oh my As gosh! My team is rolling rough through the smoke and the rubble. Uh, you can find several soldiers that look unconscious but still breathing. And and uh, a few of your favorite NPCs, Heskamu and Jadvata, not buried under the rubble, but knocked out by the explosion and just kind of lying in the the, the rocks here. Uh, maybe a quick medicine check to see if they're still alive, perhaps? You can tell just from looking at them that they're still alive, but yeah, they are they're reduced to, to zero unconscious. All right, I'm grabbing Heskamu. Mm-hmm. I'll grab Javada. Yeah, can I stabilize Jadvata? Yeah, I mean, feel free to make a, a medicine check. Oh, I've got that spell. I'll just stabilize, stabilize. Yeah, oh. you can stabilize easily, but if you want to give them some some HP back, uh, you yeah. can. So a 30 on that medicine check. Ooh, hey, Ooh, one of them is back. So, yeah, d- uh, who, who did you grab? I had Jadvada. Yeah, so you're able to bandage up some wounds, maybe splash some cold water in his face. Like, oh, oh, what happened to IKEA? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll drop a little level one, little level one Mystic Cure on uh, Heskamu. Uh, okay. Oh, he yeah. he'll be back up. Yeah. And uh, he says, no, no, can I play it company? We, uh, I gotta get back in there. There might be some buried in the rubble. Uh, you know for a fact. Zinnia, anyone else with any training in 
life science that the Bolita are natural burrowers. And you just see him like start to go to ground and just like pulling rocks off and, and digging into the, the rubble here. Uh, I try to grab him and restrain him. I say, say, it's too late for that. It's too late. We have to go. Uh, one of the lieutenants of Clade Company, um, I forget Q was was Q one of the android? Yeah, uh, heavy weapons expert Q kind of comes up to you, guys. Helmet half cocked on his his android head and uh, shows you a a seismic live image of the area where they've like planted all the seismic readers around forward base, and it shows like a a slowly constricting circle of thousands of swarm pings circling the city of Oods and your location at its epicenter and says, I think it's too late for that. It's time to fight. Eskimo will will look at you all and says, well, I hope you all are ready for a, a scrap. Get to it, Midnight Squad, or you might not make it out of here alive. Draw my sword. Trust, as soon as you draw, there's a direct comm link to you. Uh, Etchiax radioing in and saying, did, did forward base get destroyed? I, I'm still a, a, a thousand feet or so away, coming in from the south. It is. Uh, we are evacuating at this at this precise moment. Uh, don't, don't return. No, we must get there. The, the only way we're making that out of this alive is if, if we kill tenfold swarm for each one of us. I'll hold you to that. We'll see you on the other side, Sheeran. As with you. We are locked in initiative turn order. Let's make those rolls, everybody. Let's make some fun initiative rolls. Oh, what? Man, we, let me take it to let me take it to the map first. Can we get some F's in Discord for the hot dogs that will never be eaten in that IKEA again? They have you mean meatballs. the Swedish meatballs? We're Lincoln berries. Whatever's in IKEA, meatball yes. hot dogs, Swedish, just Swedish like meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> look like Mama used to make yeah. uh, horse balls. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean it to be <laughs> PG thirteen here. Bert. I need you to I take mean, it down a bit. I meant just meat. I mean, just, they're meatballs, but sometimes there's a little bit of horse, just a little bit of horse, and sometimes <laughs> that little bit of horse is ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good that we can laugh in in front of your guys' impending deaths here on the podcast. <laughs> I just uh, want a loop of Jabert saying. Uh, through... Those are not good initiative rolls, are they? Mm. No, it's, not it's for not me. Awesome. Mine is mine is <laughs> excellent for me. For me, <laughs> I rolled mm, chef's kiss. All right, you guys can uh, kind of arrange yourself maybe within. 30 feet of the entrance, the destroyed entrance of this large building here. Well, where are they coming from? Coming from the south. Is this map? And, well, all over. A smart map, or is this one of those sideways walk maps? What? Oh, yeah, no. The <laughs> north is at the top of the map. Well, okay. That's fine. Uh, it might explain. not be, but I forget. <laughs> I'm going to put myself, uh, Debosh is going to step out, you know, like 10 or 15 feet from in front of everybody else. How do I shrink oh. myself again? Zinnia is going to hover about 10 feet over the ground. See if I can get it for you, Miles. 10 feet up, you say. Mm-hmm. You foolish fool. Falling right into my trap. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Initiative turn order as 
Uh, it is dark. It is night here on Amchuva, and you can all, all with dark vision see 60 feet through the darkened expanse here uh, to looks like some flying figures to the south of the Akira is just what used to be a large park and is now in an ashy, dusty wasteland. And through the night's chilly air, uh, you see what seems like a few swarm creatures flying in your direction. Things you have fought before. Swarm Eskachides uh, coming right for you all. I'm going to reveal them on the map. And I will... I will roll them into this initiative order. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh, ones. I want to see ones. Oh man, these are the things that have that like, don't they have the impale? What was that? Did they, they have a pummel ability. What's wrong with a pummeling? I thought they had like a horn. Commands the pummelin. And they are about 20 feet in the air right now. Um, from where you guys are just about everyone can see them. I think they're they're taking their their um, surprise round, moving through the cover of darkness here. Uh, so we are in just regular turn order, and first up is a Sprouts Marlow. All right, and let's see, kind of far away. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are very far away. Mm-hmm. Um. That would be outside your first ranger in Kumen if you're 40 foot with the pistol. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess I don't like how this is going at all. Um. I'm to uh, fire first, drop some bodies, maybe ask some questions later. Yeah, um, yeah, for that for <laughs> that middle one, I guess I'll just take a sh- well, a shot. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, Go right ahead. Make a you can make a trick attack. Yeah, if you would like. Gonna 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 do that. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. Uh, it's a CR twelve or lower. Oh, that's a success. Uh, Twenty four to hit. Oh, fifteen on the dice. That will trick and hit. All right, for fifteen points of damage, and that sir is flat footed. This one right in the middle of the three. That one right in the middle, right smack dab in that bug sandwich right there. All right, fifteen to start us off. Not bad. Fire and electricity damage. Let's go on to. Echo 7, next in the turn order, right beneath Sprout's Marlow. Echo 7 is going to follow Sprout's lead, attack that same one with his new <sighs> hail cannon mounted on his shoulder. It's going to be yeah. awesome. And he's going to. The, gonna the Gelid hand can- hail cannon. What's the, the range on that is surely like within range, right? Yes. It's 60. 60 so. And Ooh, uh, you just got it. He's going to go for heavy fire. Oh no. The two of the dice for a, a new team toot natural toot uh, against its flat-footed uh, KAC. That is a miss, fortunately. Bow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Perhaps time to remind uh, looks like Rebecca, Miles, and Jabert uh, have book rerolls still. Oh. Does that sound I right? I do? 
No, I, I use so. mine. I use like, mine. Oh, yeah, well, maybe I, yeah, mine I think like oh, the first oh, book. Tyler, I mean, Drew, and Patrick do then the opposite. I have oh, no. the, yeah. I have X's yeah, yeah. instead of O's. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I, I was like, no, I, I used mine in the dumbest way, and it still didn't help. <laughs> Sorry. I use uh, mine on Patrick, like a skill check. Tyler and Drew. So Drew, if you if you don't want to re-roll that, you can. Now, just so I can. Uh, I'm sorry. See, what what would you say? I'm going to hold off for now. We'll see okay. how things go. <laughs> OK. All righty. Um, let's go next in the turn order to Debasho. I can't believe I get to go before the enemies. I can't believe they're somewhere <laughs> I can't reach. Um, <laughs> You've got range options, right? Not this kind of range. Mm. I, I mean, I, I you can only throw a disc so far. We're going to do... I think we're just going to take all this time to activate a few different abilities. Uh, let's... Hmm. I'm going to make a blind guess at which one's going to attack me. I'm going to align my shield with the uh, flying horn drill beetle thing on to the far right. And I'm going to activate Corona as a standard. Hmm. And that is two actions. Hmm. So just getting ready for it. Pretty much. Also, so as a reminder to my fellow friends, when I activate Corona, don't stand next to me. Hmm. Just like what's in real the life. Range, what's the range on that? Uh, like adjacent oh. to me. So any square, any square adjacent to me. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I guess it would be five feet off of me. Okay. All righty. That brings us next to Zinnia and the Toronto Rebecca. <laughs> Um, can I identify these things? Very easily, if you make me a check. All right, uh, yep. 26. That'll do. You've already fought them, fought them before. You've figured out that rhino-like horn on these, these medium flying creatures. They use to great effect to stab and pummel their enemies. All right. Uh, so Tyler was right. These are the impalers. These are the Eschachites. Um, is there anything you would like to know about them right now? Anything specific? Uh, do they have a ranged attack? They really don't. No. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think uh, Zinni is going to give Devasho a wide berth, but kind of fly up near him. Uh, to get in range of uh, the Eskachide that was in the middle. That's the one that Echo and uh, Sprouts were attacking, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, and she's going to take a shot at that with her uh, sonic pistol. Can I piggyback a little bit off of your roll? Didn't, aren't these the guys that had a special ability where if they charged at you and hit, they got to do something specific? They, they have the pummel ability, which I can just repeat because he did figure it out. When it hits with its, with its gore attack, if the attack roll equals the KC plus four, it can knock the target prone, remove them five feet in any direction. So that is pummel. Cool. Okay, thank you. Is that what you were thinking of? Uh, no, no, but that is still good to know. Okay, cool. All right, here is the attack. So that's going to be CR 11 or lower because I fully ID'd them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, actually, CR 13 or lower, technically, because it's also dark outside. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a tricky. And the attack is a 20. Okay, so 
That is a hit against the flat-footed EAC. For a total of 20 damage, and this will also be off target. That one is not doing too well. It is nearly blasted out of the sky because it is bloodied, flat-footed, off target. (laughs) All right. Uh, Done with your turn. It is our turn. It is the swarm's turn. And as thick as these boys are, they actually don't fly that fast, which means they're going to have to spend a lot of actions here flying into you guys. Um, I think... These two are going to be able to fly to one straight up to Zinnia and one to Devasho. Uh, Devasho, you can make an attack of opportunity. So we'll have to fly through a threatened square. The other one, the, the last one, is going to fly to Sprouts, Marlow, and Echo 7. But we'll have to use a full uh, fly action to, to get there in time. So we'll not be able to attack. Um, go ahead, Devasho, make your attack of opportunity. Will do. Oh, three on the dice. Ignore me. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. That'd be a miss against this one. And it is going to try its gore attack. A 12 on the dice. What is your KC against it? This is the one that you targeted, right? Uh, yes, that would be a 25 then. Okay, it has hit. And rolling some... A damage dice. Total damage is 13 piercing as that long horn-like proboscis does pierce armor, settle into your shoulder, and he pulls it right out again, ready to stab a second time. Going to do the same to Zinnia, uh, but 10 feet up in the air. Acrobatic air flight. Ooh, okay. It rolled past a lot of good numbers. It landed on a five. Uh, what is your KAC right now, Rebecca? 20. Okay, that would be a hit if it was not off target right now. Hey! It's a miss. Yeah! Awesome. That is their entire turn. Um, Trust, we're on to you. All right, let's see. So we said this one against Xenia is about 10 feet up in the air. Yep. Would I be able to reach that with a, with a sword? Maybe. 10 feet above? new. No. Hmm. This guy uh, that's on... Sprouts and Echo has had to come down to their level, though, so it's only about five feet up in the air. Okay, and the one, eat. the one on Devasho is up in the air as well. Uh, yeah, because he's a he's a he's a tall, tall creature, so he's kind of flying above. Alrighty, well, we're gonna I'm gonna come right around on this guy. Like, one, two, three, four. Oh, six, not to interrupt, yeah. uh, but Patrick, you hit me with a natural. Mm. Weapon, right? Yeah, so I'm taking some flary damage. Yeah, you're gonna take. Ooh, seven points of fire damage. All right, first damage on that one. There we go. All right, uh, so you've you've moved up Trest. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I guess I'll move up to the one on Echo and Sprouts, and uh, just gonna slash it with my solar sword. Already swinging up into the air. Yep, thirteen oh, no. to hit. Swinging up into the darkness. Another natural three. Ain't gonna deet. Hmm. All right, that will bring us to the to the end of the turn. And at the very end, uh, Sprouts, well, at the very end, I should say, moving up through the darkness is another swarm creature on the, the edge of the darkness at the, 
the town here. Another one that you have fought before. Uh, it is another Mind Reaper swarm. This long arm blade. And uh, let me just show you the art again, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Mind Reaps. Ugh, that guy's just so gnarly looking. This guy that you like that. fought in Zesh University, one just like this, is coming up and is actually spends his turn getting in uh, position about 60 feet away from, well, maybe a little closer, like 40 feet away from you guys. And that is going to take us to turn to Sprouts Marlow. All right, so Sprouts is going to target the one that's threatening uh, both me, Trust, and Echo. Mm-hmm. And take another trick attack on this one. Well, yeah, this is the uh, first uh, time another, attacked him. another trick attack, but on mm. a different bad guy. Yes. Ready. Uh, it's a CR nine or lower. Can't stop Sprouts Marlow. Uh, with an eighteen to hit against the AC is a hit. All right, so that's twenty four points of damage. Jeez, Louise. All right, that one's not doing great. <laughs> uh, somebody's rocking. <laughs> Echo seven onto you. <laughs> this one is now flat-footed, Miles. Yes. Oh, we're oh going to take a point-blank heavy fire. Ooh, it gets to make an attack of opportunity. But it's Ooh. flat-footed. Oh no! Why you gotta? Why you gotta pull the wind out of my sails, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> I forget you guys are a terrible combo. I can't get any attacks of opportunity off. <laughs> Patrick, th- th- this isn't the pirate podcast. You can't say wind out of my sails. You have to you have to say <laughs> siphon the Thasteron out of my ship's container. <laughs> yeah, it rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, siphon the Thasteron from my ship's <laughs> gas tanks. You're okay. taking the dilithium crystals out of my chamber. <laughs> Roll your attack, Drew. Let's see what happens. Say <laughs> oh, no. 29 to hit. Oh, goodness gracious. Natural 17 is a hit. Uh, but only 10 damage. All right. Well, this one's Wait. bloodied too. This one's bloodied as well. Drew, that can't be right. Yeah, have it. Your level isn't it. You're, you, you, you have specialization with <gasps> that, right? Oh, I do. Oops. So you oh, you haven't it. added it into this macro. Oops. Yeah. So you're, we're level six. So that should be 12 plus mm-hmm. the four for 16. Ooh, a little bit better. Uh, Apologies, guys. It's still bloodied, but yeah, no, uh, you've rolled a four and a two on the the damage there. It is a little low, but this is your first time using the cannon, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I used it and I missed, so this is the first time I've hit with it. This is your first time using it well. (laughs) Uh, Now I I wish we had choreographed, you know, uh, prepare for trouble and make it double between uh, Sprouts (laughs) and Echo. (laughs) Uh, that that's is going to do it. Echo 7. Devasho, back to you. You've got this one on you. It is flying around you like a buzzing gnat. Yeah. Do we know it's CAC? Um, you've rolled well enough in the, the previous one. I can tell you right now, you're looking at a pretty 20. Pretty 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Uh, uh, I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to let's let's just full attack here. Oh, yeah, I, go for I it. I want to knock this thing out of the sky as fast as I can because I think that Mine Reaper is going to need to be addressed as quickly as possible. Going to reap some mines. That's what they do best. Go right ahead yes. and make, make that first attack. First attack. This one has no... It's just normal, so I don't get any... Just open I roll really well here. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, you did. Dice. That's 19 points of acid damage going right past any resistance. <laughs> Hey, 
okay. Uh, it is still fighting strong, but yeah, this this one attack, just like the other swarm you've you've hit with the warrior Talon, it did not see coming because it doesn't it doesn't know pain from acid. That's right. Does a double take. Okay, can I, can, I, can, I, think. can I get two in a row here? <sighs> what was that? Uh, Eighteen on the dice. Oh, the opposite oh. side of the dice. <laughs> mm, close. <laughs> well, I mean. It's a natural toot, it's not going to toot. That's okay. I got one hit out of it at a pretty decent roll. So. Yeah. All righty. So that is your full attack action. Zinnia, we're back to you. you, right. you somehow, there are three on one. The Vosher's got their own, and then you're fighting one by yourself, too. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right. She is going to, she's up in the air, but she's going to take a five foot step hover back uh and take her um take a shot with her sonic pistol so you cannot um five foot while making a trick attack actual move it'll have to be a move and it will provoke if you're moving away in combat unless you take the sweet feet that sprouts deet um uh that's that's fine Oh, take of opportunity. Oh, it is no. technically Wait, still off target to you right now. So we make that. Do you not have uncanny mobility? No. Oh. Well, I've done a secret GM roll, but I rolled an eight on the dice uh, and your KC is 20. Uh, so it has hit and has done 14 points of piercing damage to you as maybe punctures right to the at the base of one of your wingtips as you're flying away. Uh, what was your attack? All right, so the trick attack was a CR 22 or lower. Yeah, I think you, <laughs> I think you got it. And the attack was a 20. Okay, trick Dan hit. So that does 22 damage. Oh boy, here come the big mathematics. Ooh, it is still up. This one is nearly destroyed from a couple of Trick attacks from Sprouts and Zinnia. All right, still three of these Escachides, and they are going to take their turn now. Oh, this one's going to move right up on top of you, Zinnia. This one's going to stay where it is, Debasho. And it's going to take three points of fire damage. Oh, go. Oh, yeah. Let me write those down. Oh, I should have said that I wanted to put off target on this guy. Yeah, um, you, you can keep that up. Yeah. Go right ahead. I'll, I'll remind us on the token. And this one is going to attack our good friend, Trest. The single attack first. Oh. 20. They unfortunately are no longer an equal level to you guys, so I can't take no cards. They're just doing a ton of damage. I, I don't know if I should be happy about that. Mm. 27 points of piercing damage. Uh, do we still one. need to call out a patron? I Oh, I, thank you. Yes, <laughs> we can't forget to call out our patrons, when, especially when I roll them. I feel like I, that's the worst time. Oh, Let's roll another D6. Uh, shout out to the Cosmic Crit crew, including Patrick, and um, have someone tell us something they're comfortable revealing about themselves. Favorites here. <laughs> I think we did Zinnia last time, so let's go down the turn order. Jabert, tell us something you're comfortable revealing about yourself. Um, uh, 
I am from South Carolina. I don't know if that's a thing I've said before, but that's a thing oh, that is true about me. I would have kept that one under wraps, my dude. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bunch of these these folks are from the South. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah I guess I guess everybody, right? I grew um, up in... Well, not Tyler. Not Tyler. <laughs> I grew up in North Carolina. I, North I, uh, I grew up in Best Carolina, too, Jabert. We're good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I still live. <laughs> in South Carolina. Oh, from definitely Georgia. don't want to admit that. Yeah, okay. yeah, me, and, yeah, me and Rebecca were actually from like about 20 minutes away from each other. Yeah, yeah it's so, crazy. I yeah. sometimes do forget that y'all are Southerners. <laughs> I just, it's just, I, I don't, because we're mostly internet related. Yeah, keep uh, talking. And, and how much we I, love socialized medicine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of socialized medicine. How is Tress doing? <laughs> I'm going to need some of that. Yeah. I'm going to need some of that Medicare for all pretty soon. Doing okay. Medicare for me is what I need. Um, is, uh, I'm, I'm, I've still got a couple of uh, stamina points. Okay, well, I only did one attack there. Uh, and there's only going to be one going to Zinnia as well. Oh, natural 19 on the dice. <laughs> yeah. Wee, that's a hit on Zinnia. Man, rolling rocks, rolling rocks, max damage, 16 points of damage. Ouch. And just because Tyler instigates it the most and didn't move away, let's do two attacks against Debosho. I welcome it because if you hit me twice, you're taking 46 points of damage. Well, the first one is a five on the dice. That's a miss. Okay. And the second one's not much better. Ten on the dice. That's going to be a miss, too. Yuck. Don't like that one bit. Um, I'll take it. But don't worry. You've got another fun friend in the form of uh, the Swarm Mine Reaper, who is... They are on the battlefield about 40 feet away from Devasho and about 50 for, 55 from everyone else. They're going to take their turn as they moved up through the darkness last turn. Hmm. Yeah, really, let's, let's do this one. They, they want to help out their Eskachide friends here. So they're going to target Devasho. And I think moving up will just have, moving up a little bit, will just have the range that they need. No, they have it here. About 40 feet away. Uh, so Tyler, go ahead and make me a will save. Here's where the combat goes from bad to bad, bad. Because my will save is poor <laughs> this okay. has got it I hope this is like a DC 15 oh I rolled well oh 18 on the dice 18. yes you have succeeded as the swarm is sending out waves of psychic agonizing energy into your mind just racking your brain with uh, pain that radiates over you is a minus two to ability checks, attack rolls, and skill checks for one round. Okay. On a on a save. Would have been uh, as opposed been to one like D. As opposed rounds? to like the rest of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the 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 main one there. This is inf- inflict pain. Gotcha. Um, okay. And, minus two to everything. All right. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you roll a d20, uh, that is going to be their turn. Trest, we're back to you. Mm, I don't know. These guys look like they've got this uh, this one well in hand. The one that just crit you and did a bunch of damage. Yep. 
<laughs> um, uh, it is. I'm just bloody. thinking. It's is the is the only time I've ever seen a swarm. Uh, I guess it's not the only time, but it's the only time I've thought of it. And I've seen a swarm that wasn't like in immediate the immediate vicinity of uh, other creatures. Because like all like all my spells Ooh. that have DCs are all will saves. I remember the first time I cast one against a swarm, and you were like, "I get to roll twice and take the better." I was like, uh-huh. oh, "No." <laughs> oh yeah, I should have moved up. The, it is currently just outside of swarm mind ability. Yeah, so I, you, I you think want to do that, but. On the other hand, ugh, I hate this Eskajide. I'm just going to kill this Eskajide. Yeah! Get it. Um, we're doing two, are we doing two attacks? It is flat-footed. It is flat-footed. Yeah, it I'll, is I'll do two attacks. I'll do two. All right. Okay. Not on the first one. Good thing I did two attacks. <laughs> yep. Getting my money's worth. Absolutely. It's like a free redo. Hey, 24 yeah. to hit. Well, when you roll an 18 on that second attack, you're pretty happy you rolled two attacks. Yep. Yep, that is a hit. And how much damage? Uh, 20 points of damage. <sighs> oh, goodness. This guy's almost dead. You slash at it, and, like, one of its wings is, is barely hanging on. It's it's almost grounded. Mm. Okay, turn two. Over. Turn three. Start. Sprouts Marlow, this one in front of you. It it could... You, you could knock it over with a feather, you think. Okay. So, so he just kind of pokes it, pulls out a, a petal from your, your one feather. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe a few more petals. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? Um, gonna, I guess, blast it with my. Oh, uh, <laughs> trick attack! Oh. <laughs> I, I wish I chose a different. Uh, tar- target now. <laughs> yeah, this is a trick and a critical hit. Uh, feel free to roll the the damage if you want, but it yeah, it's, it's dead. Yeah, fifteen points. or lower, fifteen additional damage, natural twenty. Oh yeah, uh, no, you double up that um, that trick damage too. Oh god, <laughs> so it's oh, what man. like forty damage. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely a PR for damage on this season. <laughs> That's a crit shout out to Jonathan M who asks uh, any, uh, this is the crit family quiz here back to it. Anyone uh, with a firstborn child, uh, what class would your firstborn child be in Starfinder? Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess it's Uh, only two of us, right? uh, No, three of us now, I guess. Uh, I don't know if we can determine. uh, Desna? Baby Desna, yeah, that's what it is here. No, I mean it, having it's Desna yeah. here, Besmara on the pirate podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having played um, uh, one little role playing game with him, um, he really likes to sneak around. So I think he'd be an operative. Oh no, just like yeah. mom, just but like our, mom. <laughs> but our second born's an envoy, so. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. oh, you got a, got the starts of a very skill based party there. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, that, that, that's more than enough. We'll, we'll figure out what uh, Baby Destin is in the future. Uh, boy, howdy, that one's dead. <laughs> Extreme. Yeah, yes. can, 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 Canon-wise, can we just say that that Sprouse just like took a little petal and dropped it on its head <laughs> and it just fell over? 
<laughs> yes, and it fell back onto some live ordnance and exploded into a million oh, pieces. Oh <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Damage. Echo 7, you are freed up here. You've got one still on Zinnia. There's one on Devasho. Both of them in the air currently. And then I think you're just able to see at the edge of your dark vision a swarm mind reaper. Yeah, Echo 7 wants to take a quick action to fist bump uh, Sprouts. I'll allow it. Uh, Sprouts fist bumps back. Uh, and then he's going to turn his attention to the one that is menacing Zinnia because I feel like we need to get some pieces off the board here before this mm-hmm. this fool comes in and does some more damage. Uh, so we're going to take take a, a shot with heavy fire. At oh, the, that's uh, a full action and you've already used your swift, unfortunately, with the fist bump. It's just such a shame. I mean, he's got you there. Uh, we recorded that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> you said swift, but we'll allow fist bumps to be free. There we go. This is this is in the the spirit of sports. Yeah. Oh no, you rolled so well. Oh no, I take it back. <laughs> a twenty-four to hit. There we go. There's the the hail cannon doing a little bit more. That is a hit uh, for twenty damage. Cool. Very nice. Precious. Yeah, that's with your strength. Uh, okay, the one in front of Zinnia. Let's check on the HP situation. Oh, it's dead. Yes! <laughs> that one falls to the <laughs> ground. Frozen. Just shatters beneath her feet. Great! Two down. <laughs> I guess two to go. Uh, Devasho, we're on to you. This one's right on top of you. Mm, I am conflicted. What you thinking about? I'm thinking about just bum rushing the Mind Reaper. Oh my! Because this this Escatride is already weak. Not bloody yet, to, though. It's not bloody. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, boy. Okay. Let's take a. Oh my gosh! How do I do this without Zinnia? Ah, uh, we'll just. Well, let's take a guarded step. Uh, just to get Zinnia out of range and will explode in a fiery burst of <gasps> supernova. Oh my. I was going to do that to the Mind Reaper, but we'll do it just to try to... Turn three. I forgot about it. No! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reflex save for me. What are we looking at DC-wise? We're looking at... What would it be? DC 10 and 16 or 10. DC 17. Oh boy, let's go. So not too high, but... I rolled oh a 19 on the dice. Yeah, I made you waste a 19. That would have been uh, an attack on me. I'm, I'm happy about it. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at what that would have been. But saved. Make that damage attack. All right, 14 points of damage. So you explode in a fiery corona. And unfortunately, no no special evasion abilities on these guys. So it's taken a full 14 points here. And now it is bloodied. Um, and that is going to bring us uh, on to Zinnia, who is Sans' target now. You've got just the Eskachide on Debasho, then the Mind Reaper in the south. Yep, uh, she is going to point her sonic pistol at the Eskachide that is on Debasho and take a shot. So CR 8 or lower on the trick. Oh boy, yeah, you rolled very low there, but you got those bonuses working for you. Indeed. It is a successful trick. But a 17 on the attack. 17 against the AC, correct? Yes. If you are making it flat-footed, that is a hit. Oh, 
Oh, so the flat-footed affects my attack as well? I guess it does. I hadn't thought about it. Yep. Yeah. If you want, unless you want to make it off target, in which case, it's a miss. No, it would be flat-footed. <laughs> All right. Obviously. How much damage are we talking about? Uh, so that is a total of 7 plus 15, so 22. Sorry. <sighs> yeah. My goodness. Had 23 hit points left. It's still up. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> it needed a little a little more oh. than that. Oh, Wait, is it its turn on that hot dog? It is its turn right now, though. Corona deals three points of fire no. damage. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fast forward away. Yes. Right, that is going to burn this critter to a crisp after a sonic blast. Once you five foot away from it on your turn, Tyler. I'm sorry. As it shines down, all we've got left is a swarm mind reaper who's going to move forward and just let out a screech into the air. And it's going to let off a, a psychic ability to you guys. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's within range, right? Okay. Uh, it blasts some psychic energy into your mind. I need everyone to make a will save. I can't make two of these in a row. Yes. Uh, I'll I'll pass a save one day. Oh no. <laughs> maybe maybe it's time to remind Jabert uh, and Drew uh, you have uh, a no, re-roll. Was, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna, can I give mine? <laughs> I'm gonna use my re-roll here. Or no, yeah, sorry, Tyler and Drew. Tyler and Drew, uh, you're, you're yeah. rolling it, uh, Drew. Rerolling it. Go right ahead. Oh, oh no. good. Oh no. So good news is we have two successes here: uh, a Devasho and a Sprouts. Bad news is we got three fails. It has cast on your party a, a level three spell, slow. Slow affected uh, creatures uh, who have failed here move and attack at a drastically slower speed. Uh, you are staggered. You only take a single move or standard action each turn, but not both. Can't make full attack actions. Slow life. Does that come with a life is good shirt? <laughs> yes. No I want to joke pass. around your. Uh, uh, well, for Xenia, Sprouts is safe. Yeah, Sprouts is good. Yeah. But your ride is getting their movement reduced by half in the form of Echo 7. Uh, as far as I'm, I know, I don't think we've moved at all this combat. We haven't, <laughs> which has been good. But uh, I'm sorry, who who failed? Did I fail that? You failed with a 19. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, because I was looking. It is not an illusion effect. <sighs> Unfortunately, this was DC 20. How long does it last? Perhaps Trest, you want to roll a mysticism, see if you know about this spell. Sure. Tyler, who, who expected you and me to be the ones to pass? I was didn't. It, I thought was it no me? Way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 24. <laughs> I suppose anyone can roll this mysticism check, but uh, yeah, you you know this is uh, rounds per level of the whoever is casting it. So this, this Mind Reaper, um, if you want to roll on him, it is... Uh, well, actually, well, Zinnia, why don't you make me a life science check, and I'll see if you can you can tell how long exactly this will be. Teamwork could be a while. Oh no, that's that very 32? high level. Uh, it is a uh, caster level seven 
magical swarm. So this is seven rounds. Oh, so for the rest of combat. Yeah. We hope. That's how we like to say it, right? For a while. For a while. Um, as you are down in these escatrides here at the end of turn three, uh, we still have Tress, but I'm going to pause us. As overcomes Tress, you hear Echiax saying, uh, we, we can just make you out on scopes, Midnight Squad. Trest, we are almost... Uh, what? Wait a minute, what, what is that? There's a, a tearing from the darkened sky above as, as lights start appearing through the clouds and a swarm antiferalon ship uh, seems to have landed further ahead from destroyed forward base where where Echiak's squad is, is moving in. You hear some small arms fire through the darkness in that direction. And then a massive, a mighty screech fills the air. Another comm link opens up. And this time just to Zinnia on the other line is a direct message from Gravelark who says, Zinnia, I, I haven't found any ordnance satellites, but I sent something your way I hope can help. My long-range scans show that they're landing something big in the courtyard. Don't sweat the small swarm. You've got to take out that alpha threat pronto. You all see in the distance a large creature rearing up through the darkness over the, the lights of this swarm starship. It lets out another screech as bladed arms fling into the air and start swiping at Clade Company members and it is moving closer and closer to your location. But there is another sound here on the battlefield. Sound of a burning rocket engine close by. You look up and see the light of a, a momentary descent thruster burning right above your location as a huge drop pod is slowed and begins a tri-parachute drop into your path. It is about a 20-foot tall container and this massive structure kicks up a huge cloud of dust as it settles in front of you. And through the firefight around you, you watch as it, it beeps and flashes some warning lights. And a voice calls out, Fire Tank Epsilon has landed. Operator seeking trained operator. <laughs> the pod here opens up and you're greeted to a huge mechanic structure standing over 18 feet tall, painted in gaudy red and yellow it is a vaguely humanoid vehicle with a huge flamethrower on one arm and a giant chainsaw attached to its shoulder, lettering along its side that reads Ilum Chuva Fire Rescue Inhibitor Technology, or IFRIT for short. <laughs> and as this giant mecha uh, kind of towers above you, there's another gargantuan scream from across the battlefield, and the mech lets out a, a klaxon and into the night sky of Elm Truma screams out uh, to be continued. What? what? Oh, baby. What? We're getting into crazy stuff next week. Dump. This is I'm really, I'm really glad I made friends with that gravel art guy because I wasn't going to give this to you if you didn't give him the data. <laughs> <laughs> da -bum 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 -bum. Uh, yeah, so we've got some more combat in, a, in I'm going to say the uh, the, the boss fight of this season as uh, you've got uh, you've got some new friends and enemies next week. I've never been so upset that I don't have any ranks in piloting. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that I put one in there. <laughs> well, you've got piloting you can use. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, I decided to do this at the end of the episode because between now and then we got to go back and take a look at those mech 
tech revolution playtest rules because we had so much fun with them testing them out during a playtest. I was like, where can I fit a mech into this AP? <laughs> <laughs> uh, giant courtyard fight of like a 200 foot square map. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, this is, this is indeed like a giant firefighter mech that they would drop into from from low orbit. Uh, so for planning purposes, is this a single pilot mech or is it like I'll, we're I'll all give going you a, to pile into I'll it? I'll give you all the stats next week. And unfortunately, it is a one to two person mech. Just one to two. So you guys can figure it out amongst yourself. I had two in mind, but now that some people are slowed, maybe maybe uh, figure out something else. Yeah. We do have several rounds of this combat still, and it has gotten a lot harder now that the the slow has gone off. So yes, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, you're not going to miss next week. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.